A vampire, a ghost and a werewolf walk into a bar. But this isn't a bad joke. This is the Ladies of Valhalla Halloween Spooktacular. Welcome to Ladies of Valhalla. My name is Sarah and I'll be your host today. I'd like to welcome you all to this latest member of the Talking Comics podcast family. Today we're going to have a chat about some of the spooky goodness that you could share with your family this Halloween. Our lovely friends over at the Sirens of Scream have covered all the really scary stuff with their annual 31 Days of Horror podcast. But we've got a few ideas for things that you can watch, read or even listen to with all the family. But first off, please allow me to introduce my wonderful co-hosts. In alphabetical order, we have the Sabrina of Science, the Hermione of Hockey, the Gondol of Ghosts and Ghouls, Miss Bronwyn Kelly Say. Yay! (laughs) I just never get enough of those. (laughs) And sitting to the other metaphorical side of me is the Coraline of Comic Shop Staff, the Tara of Things That Go Bump in the Night, the Pacuna Tete of Pumpkins... (laughs) Miss Je- <laughs> Miss Jessica Schaefer. Amazing. Oh, I'm sorry you broke me on that one. <laughs> oh, that was freaking brilliant. That was amazing. That was, that was me going, why did I write that one down? Why didn't I just go with Persephone again instead of Persephone? <laughs> How are we today, ladies? Great. We're great. That just made my whole day, so... <laughs> I mean, when you can go with Pacuna Tete, why wouldn't you? Why, yeah, why would you not? I'm going to put that on my, my social media. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's officially going to have to be my new name. <laughs> we we should all be that. I, I'll have you know, I put a lot of time and effort into looking up these random goddess and deity names. Um, and this is why you're our host. Yeah. And I immediately regret it as soon as I've <laughs> done it because I go, I can't pronounce this. She, she's um, a Baltic mythology thunder goddess. So, uh, amazing. you know. That, that is pretty amazing. I give you a lot of credit for this. <laughs> oh, my God. So much credit. I, I, do, I do actually bother to look them up. And occasionally I even make them relevant. Um, it doesn't happen often, but, you know, I try. Oh, man, you're brilliant. <laughs> you need to get out more. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong, but I don't feel like that's actually relevant in this particular instance. <laughs> Although, to be honest, I feel like I get out too much at this stage. Like, everything is just so insanely busy right now. It's always this way in the lead up to the holidays, right? Like between Ugh. Halloween, which is like my favorite holiday, and then, uh, you know, the Christmas season is always just so insane. So, I don't know. The next couple of months are just always nuts. Just do yeah. what I, I do just put all antisocial. <sighs> I went into the stores yesterday and all the Christmas trees were up. I was like, no, it's not Halloween yet. Like, stop. I know. I, I feel like I'm just going to leave our Halloween tree up. That's mine too. My Halloween tree stays from from September to January, <laughs> and it's my nightmare before Christmas tree. So it works for both holidays. Exactly. Which I can use to segue nicely into movie recommendations. Nightmare before Christmas. Woo-hoo. Boom. That's yeah. That's all you need for Halloween, folks. We're out of here. Bye. <laughs> Just watch I mean, the Nightmare Before Christmas from October to December, and you're good. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like that's a solid recommendation. <laughs> it, is, it covers all the bases. It is just one of those films that you can just put on any time and it's sweet and it's adorable and it has songs and what more could you possibly want from life, really? Exactly. One of my all-time favourites. Apparently it's also my dog's favourite. Um. <laughs> Dog has good taste. It's fun. Yeah, it's great taste. Great taste. You know? Yeah, that is actually on my top three 
favorite movies of all time. Bold. Yeah, I love. As Joey would say, I, it, it, bold. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it is. I stand by it. That's a solid recommendation. Yeah, no, it's one of mine too. I remember, for me, I remember seeing it in the movie theater as a kid. And it's one of those, the first movies that I can remember seeing. You know, it's like, I remember I was probably about nine, I think, when the movie came out. Nine, maybe eight, ten, somewhere around there. And I can remember, like, watching it, though, in awe. Like, wow. Like, this is different. Because it was. Like, the stop motion was so different for that time when you were used to, like, all the Disney, you know, all the Disney movies that came out. It was, you know, The Little Mermaid and and The Lion King and stuff like that. And then it was, like, this creepy stop motion, like, skeleton and and doll falling apart. I was just like, this is great. (laughs) Like, the best (laughs) ever. So, yeah. That's one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. Oh, my God. You were 10 when that came out. I was in university. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Hashtag, I'm so old. <laughs> I forget that you're that, but, you know, I do. I don't yeah. I don't realize, you know. Because no, once I you know. get to this age, it all melds together. And now we're it's all just true. there. Exactly. <laughs> we're all just there. Doesn't matter anymore. Oh, I love it, though. So much fun. One of the first films I remember going to see at the cinema um, was actually The Addams Family. I have no idea why I remember going to see it because my memory is awful (laughs) genuinely I sometimes have to look up my own birthday it is terrible (laughs) and yet I vividly remember going to see the Addams Family at the cinema um, which is probably why it holds such an endearing place in my heart because I love those movies I think they're adorable um, and also hilarious and weird I love them too <laughs> I can think the whole song. Don't 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 let me go there. Um. No, they were so much fun. I yeah, uh, you can't go too far wrong with the Adams family though. Like, yeah. really, they're just classics. They I thought they were they were well cast as well. Like everybody just seemed to suit the roles. Yeah, uh, Angelica Houston as Morticia was one of the best things I've ever seen. Like she looked like right? even. I've watched like the old shows with my parents, but like she is better. <laughs> she yeah. just embodies her. Like she is like, I think it was just like her facial structure and everything and her stature and her demeanor. Like she was just so perfect for it that like, she will always be, I don't care. They can remake those movies. She will always be Morticia Adams to me. Like that's it. That's- <laughs> she just, she owned it. I think in a way that, that not everybody could do, you know, like she just, she was like, yeah, I'm going to be Morticia. <laughs> 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 it's just such a cool role to play though she's just such an amazing yeah. character yeah I, I even i really liked wednesday as well yes and in the yeah. sequel in adam's family values i just adore joan cusack yes yes yeah yes. yes. she was so great in that like she was just <laughs> so creepy <laughs> like you were like oh man i find her a very underrated actress you know she is she is quirky and fun and sort of spot on in everything she does, you know? Mm, very much so. Yeah. And she's I like her. Point blank, so, you know. Oh, right. Freaking right. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. Also yeah. massively underrated. 100% on board with that. Yeah. I love that one. That is such a good movie. Oh, the Adam's Family. Oh, and that one quote from her, I'm just like any modern woman trying to have it all. Right? I'm just like any modern woman trying to have it all. A loving husband, a family, and I'm just really trying to seek out the dark forces and join their Hell's Crusade. Like, she's, <laughs> like, I just, I just, I'm sorry. I always think of that. Like, her just like, like, I'm just, you know, like any modern woman. Like, you know, exactly. mother, loving, you know, loving caretaker and, you know, joining the Hell's Crusade to take over the world. Like, we're good. Like, just like anybody. Know, just anybody. <laughs> because <laughs> aren't we all yes i mean no no yeah. we're we're not no what i don't know what you're talking about I can't see it, but i'm making very innocent face at the moment <laughs> my 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 uh my horns are holding up my halo right now yeah right <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> I think there was, exactly. there was definitely a period in the 90s when we got a lot of very good, family-friendly, scary movies. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like The Addams Family and Hocus Pocus and The Witches. Oh. And oh, yes, I love. a favourite of mine that 
I actually thought for a while I'd made up because I never could find anyone that had seen it, which is the Leslie Nielsen film, Dracula, Dead and Loving It. Oh, oh my I God. I love that movie. I love <laughs> suck your blood. <laughs> 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 oh so good oh man i know i saw that on your list and i died i was just like oh. as if she has that on the list that's amazing yeah uh, i seen that movie and i was like dan we have to watch this again he was like oh okay like, and he like <laughs> sure like i'm not sure why but sure i was like we have to watch it tonight <laughs> like, right now because so it's oh. funny it is it's so good and also a bit exactly rude. <laughs> oh, just a hint. <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, one of my. Sorry, go for it. No, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just uh, one of my personal favorites that uh, we got a sort of family friendly kind of um, slightly scary was Beetlejuice. I just, oh, I can't. I love. My, oh, so that's good. That's my top, man. That's, I'm actually wearing a sweatshirt right now with a. F- face of Lydia on it that says I myself am strange and unusual. I wear the sweatshirt <laughs> almost every day. So yeah, that is like my top, that's in my top three along with that. I can almost quote the entire movie. We watch it regularly yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> it's another one of those ones that has that kind of it's a bit scary and you might need a pillow to hide behind if you're a kid, but at the same time yeah. you know, it's not yeah. gross and nasty and Exactly. No, there's a couple things in it that maybe aren't exactly family friendly. There's one part that I know that where he like he he, he yells about the model. He's like, "Nice, you know, model." Yeah, <laughs> like, I remember that. Like, because I remember watching with my parents. They're like, "Well, we didn't expect that one to be in there, but you saw it already." So, oh well, like it's there, it's out there. Uh, you know, there's a couple things in that movie that maybe aren't younger, just so that while we're talking about this, that aren't for maybe under you know a twelve year old's <laughs> viewing. You know, there's yeah. there's a couple. Maybe it's too. PG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, they slipped by with the PG rating or something like that. I remember reading something about it where they like they for some reason like it should have had like a PG thirteen, but they got away with a PG, and it was like the first PG movie with an F bomb in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's got Gina Davis in it, so you know. Gina, I mean, and Michael well, Keaton. Well, exactly. Come on, oh, Michael Keaton. So that good. was one of his best. I remember yeah. like. And I still think now, like, go back and be Beetlejuice again, dude. Like, be, be like, <laughs> yeah. you're really good at Beetlejuice. <laughs> exactly. Oh, he was so great in that. I just, I loved it. Uh, Come Mr. Tallyman is actually one of my go-to karaoke songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, have to, I'll have to post up the picture of Dan and I. We did, um, I think it was two years ago when we won, we did Beetlejuice and Lydia together. And, um nice. He's such a good sport and like let me glue a bald cap on him and put the hair in and like everything and yes. he was really, really a great sport and he looked phenomenal and we won and it was great <laughs> because we won money. <laughs> so winning money for being Beetlejuice and Lydia is a good time. <laughs> yes. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm kind of hoping at some point um Steve and I can do Beetlejuice and Lydia, but I'm pretty sure I'll be Beetlejuice and he'll be, he'll Lydia. be Lydia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need photos. Well, I actually already have the dress. I'm not going to lie. So, like, this is a thing that's in the works. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good to hear. I like <laughs> I did. I did base last year's Halloween off of Leslie Nielsen in Dracula Dead and Loving It. Um, yes. Because why wouldn't you? <laughs> I think Bella found it somewhat embarrassing because it was her party. But it's like, I'm going to talk in my Transylvanian accent all night. Your friends won't think it's too weird, will they? No. Uh, but I mean, it turns out they thought it was weird. It's all good. My work is done. I will at Thank you. I'm pretty sure that's your job as a parent, right? Well, yeah, I think so. Maximum You know, effort. like, exactly. You know, maximum effort. <laughs> Don't worry, we're not actually recommending Deadpool for this. <laughs> family friendly. <laughs> family friendly film, according to him, you know. Well, like, I mean, Deadpool 2 is a family fr- family movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> family movie. Uh, do not watch that if you're young. That is not for you. <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah, yeah no, no Deadpool kids. Um, I must have no. I put I put Zombieland on my list, and then I was kind of like, oh, should that be on here? I think for oh. older family members zombie land is okay mm-hmm. i don't think you should be letting your sort of you know 12 year olds watch it um although it does have bill murray in it 
So, you know. Exactly. Tough to go wrong with Bill Murray. Every film better. Um, but yeah, I put, I put a couple of things on my list that I was sort of like, mm, should that be there? Um, which Zombie Dam was obviously one of them. And Donnie Darko. Yeah. As well. Yeah, um, that's a little older, an older crowd. Yeah. Yeah, I have a few sort of asterisked movies and shows yeah. and books as I know, well. I know one that's like for an older, but it's one of my personal faves. And I don't think it's that bad, but it is, is uh, Death Becomes Her. And it's like <gasps> one of my all time yes! favorites. But is it for like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that movie, Meryl Streep in that movie, forget it. Oh my God. <laughs> it was just so good. And it was one of my favorites. I really want to do that as a costume. Like I really want to do like with the mirror in the stomach. Like it looks yes. like you blow the whole room. <laughs> oh my like, God. That, so, but, uh, even Bruce Willis was freaking brilliant he in that movie. Yeah. He was so good. I just, I, you know, I, I am going to admit it. I have a place in my heart for Bruce Willis all the time. I will watch I pretty much anything he is in. You know what? I hate, I hate a mustache <laughs> and I hate it on him even like, but I will still watch it. I will still watch anything with him in it because he's just, there's something about Bruce Willis. I just love that man. But <laughs> <laughs> we're going to move on from that one <laughs> <laughs> look fifth element man i stand by it <laughs> yeah yeah it might be yeah that's be an older audience one but mm. uh, it's such a good one an older audience one as well i think might be the craft too that's a little that's like teenage yeah. girl yeah that was like yeah. my teenage girl movie but okay if you have a teenage girl you have to watch the craft with her I yeah, was hundred percent so pleased. Or teenage boy. I shouldn't. Boy, I shouldn't. Yes. Yeah, teenage boy. Teenage movie. Anything, please. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bella came back from school one day and she said, "Oh, one of my teachers has said that we should watch this film." I was like, oh, great! What's this going to be? And she went, "It's called The Craft." I was like, "Oh, I love yes! that teacher. That is my favorite teacher of all time. Why do you need <laughs> to watch it?" And she went, "I can't even remember how we got onto it, but apparently it's really good." And I'm like, "Yes, yes, it is." Yes, yeah. well, it's okay. I love that yeah, movie. Right. It's it's not really a good movie. Let's, let's no, like, but it's a fun. But movie. it's a great movie. You know what yeah, I mean? It's like it's, there's yes, exactly. It's a very like mid nineties teenage horror movie. Like not yeah. horror, but like teenage you know witches. Listen, I still dress like them, so it's <laughs> <laughs> okay. But if we're gonna talk about mid nineties like of its time horror movie type thing, we need to talk about the faculty. Oh, oh wow! I forgot about that. Was a great movie, yeah. Right, that's that guilty was pleasure. So, uh, but yeah, definitely for the teenagers. But that yeah. is that is, if you want to talk mid nineties, this is what it is. This is what it was. Those were the movies. This is like, mm-hmm. you know, that's the perfect sort of type of movie for that particular time. You know, there's going to be a character fact. with frosted tips in his hair. There's going to be one guy yep. who's got like the checked. Boxers coming out the top of his baggy jeans that half Oh down my god! Yep. So 90s. Yeah, I remember watching <laughs> yep. that. What was the? Other? There was a couple. Of, oh, I know what you did last summer came out around that time. Yeah, I think the first Scream came out around that time, yeah. and they all had those characters in it. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh, the Katie Holmes, you know. And if it wasn't Katie Holmes, it was um, Joshua Jackson. Oh, Joshua yes, Jackson. so true. Oh, <laughs> so cute. Joey and Pacey. <laughs> Should we all just take a moment, pull one out? Take a moment. Joey and Pacey. <laughs> oh, but before we get off movies, we need to talk about The Corpse Bride because that's yes. a family-friendly one that yes. needs to be in there for Halloween. Yes, definitely, definitely. You know, it's not quite Nightmare, but it's really good. Yeah, and I stand by that, like, they love to use, like, dead dachshunds in all of them because Zero would totally be a dachshund and so would Scraps, okay? He would be a dachshund. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. <laughs> so it's that for me. they're cute as ghosts. I love them. I want to get, that's like when I have, like, a tattoo drawn up, I want to get, like, all the little dead dachshunds from all oh. the movies. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I love that. We actually have a Zero flying in our living room. Yeah, he's my tree topper right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's my tree topper. He's just flying. We have a raven tree topper. <laughs> Another, this one's sort of slightly older audiences again, but uh, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, that's right. Now, I haven't seen that one. I put that on my list and then I took it off again because Johnny Depp. I know. I know. I know. 
I know, but mm. oh, I just love that movie. It's so beautiful. Unfortunately, he's and she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But I was struggling to bring myself to recommend a Johnny Depp film. I know, you're right. I kind of forgot that he was in that, to be honest, because I just, it's the Christina Ricci that I like so much. Mm, mm. That's what's so upsetting about the new uh, Fantastic Beast movies. I just can't, I I really, I just can't believe, like, she let that continue. You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of, because she's a pretty big force. Like, you see her on the internet and it's like, she's going for it. And then she's like, oh, yeah, Johnny Depp's okay. And it's like, Like, I do too. We will we will save those yeah. for another day. Yes, let's not let's not <laughs> okay. talk let's not talk about that. Um, can we though real quick talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer because yeah, that's on 100%. here and that, that movie yeah, I love. I put it in TV, but I had to put it in movies. In the movie, oh my god, the movie is thank you. I absolutely love like that movie yeah. so much. I love it so much. <laughs> I remember when I watched when I because I remember the movie and I watched that as a kid. And then when the TV show came on, I remember I was sitting there with my my friend. She lived next door and we were like excited to watch it. And we were like, this is nothing. This is not the movie at all. (laughs) I I don't know what's happening, but this is nothing like the movie. I mean, it was still great. It turned out to still be wonderful. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I love that. That movie is so quotable. It's fabulous. Like. I'm part of the big old hairy mole club. Ugh, I had that thing removed. <laughs> also an incredibly 90s film. Yes. Oh, I love it. Oh my that's God. an early 90s, right? Is that one in early 90s, I think? I yeah. I think that's early 90s. Um, yeah. But yeah. I want to say 91 or 92 or something like that. Yeah, I want to say that. I like have to Google it almost. 92. It's 92. That's an early. Oh, now I'm just looking at the cover and her in her cheerleading costume with her steak. <laughs> <laughs> so come on all you hogs fans oh come on all come you on, hogs, all you hogs fans, fans and shake your caboose and now anybody who hasn't seen that is like what is going on <laughs> what is wrong with these chicks like Oh, no. Okay, then you need to pause the podcast right now, and you need to go and watch that movie, and you need to come back, and then you need to go on Twitter, and you need to thank us profusely, because <laughs> damn. <laughs> I will absolutely second that. It is a classic film. It is funny. It is. Just, yeah. Just it's another one. It's a, like, don't go into it expecting it to be, like, a masterpiece. These are not, no, like, this is not, like, like yeah. amazing. It was the yeah, but it's exactly we'll give it a pass for early <laughs> and like can we get a can we get a hell yeah for donald sutherland's performance in that <laughs> he knew exactly what he was doing in that film yeah. oh, oh seriously it was so good <laughs> oh man i have one thing those other girls never had oh yeah my keen fashion sense. <laughs> that yellow leather jacket, you didn't get that back from her? <laughs> I'm broken. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, well, why are you just, uh, just having fits of laughter in the background? I'm sorry, um, sorry. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine, you go. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it was 90s or if it was 80s, but I want to throw gremlins in the mix. Um, yeah. Oh, don't beat them after midnight. Go get them wet. <laughs> I don't remember get them watching gremlins too at a sleepover. So it must have been early 90s thinking about who was there. And I remember actually thinking that it was a bit scary, but that was probably because, you know, there were seven teenage girls in the room and we were all winding each other up. Um, yeah, gremlins 2 was 1990. So, again, not particularly scary, maybe not one for little, little kids, Um, and some of the effects really don't hold up at all, (laughs) but But lovely. they're funny, um, and they're quite sweet, and if you watch it with the family, they will then want to have a pet gremlin, um, just because... Because who doesn't? Because it wants a pet gremlin, frankly. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just, it's one of those films that when you're trying to come up with films that you can watch with the family, obviously you have things like 
Coraline and Paranorman and ones that are designed specifically for kids, but something like Gremlins, you can totally watch that with the family and just keep a cushion to hand because you might want to hide behind it, but you'll be fine because they're mm. cute and cuddly yeah. until they're not. <laughs> oh, and then don't they're not. Feed, don't, there was two simple rules. Don't feed them after midnight and don't get them wet. I don't understand. Like, what, right? what, what happened? Like... How hard is that? How hard is this? <laughs> Why is that so hard? I don't get it. <laughs> they are awfully precocious, though. I was going to say, you would 100% feed those cute little faces if they wanted you to. You know you would. Don't deny that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's also why my dogs... I... <laughs> I'm pretty sure that those same rules applies to my dachshunds. And, like, if you feed them after midnight, they become jerks. So... <laughs> Still there, right? <laughs> of course, because <laughs> they're spoiled. Exactly, exactly. I mean, they have their own clawfoot tub, right? So, <laughs> oh my god, they have, they have their own. Like that's what like my sister-in-law was talking to me the other day. And <laughs> speak of the devil, I said their names too many times. They're Beetlejuice. Um, yeah, exactly. Anyway, we'll cut that out. But um, my my sister-in-law was speaking to me, and she's like, she's like, yeah, you know, someone blah blah blah, and someone was telling me like how to raise my dogs, and I'm like, you know what? You could go away. My dogs live in a continuous pillow fort, okay? Like a little kid pillow fort all day long and eat better than I do. I'm like, they, and have a claw foot tub. Like, they're fine. Like, they'll yeah. survive. Like, I think they're fine. I feel like they're happy. They're happy little campers. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, I think, think about it. Like, they live like children in a pillow fort all the time. They have, like, blankets and pillows, and they're underneath snuggling and, you know, watching movies pretty much. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> what a life like what a nice life right i could live like that and should all be that lucky mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you guys think about tv shows i put some slightly random ones on here i'm gonna admit i've put chilling adventures of sabrina on here even though i haven't seen it just because the trailer looks so good and because steve was raving about it so much yeah he's been raving um, raving well so, let yeah. me let me just put an asterisk on that one um it is freaking amazing mm-hmm. it's so so good I've, I've seen the first eight episodes and i cannot recommend it enough so everybody should go out and watch it on the 26th when it comes out that today, said time travel ah there we go look at that <laughs> ha-ha. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, time travel we'll get into that later um <laughs> but uh, it is it is for slightly slightly more mature audiences i i, I don't think i would um recommend that for anybody under teenager so um, just because it is a little bit more dark than, than say, Sabrina the Teenage Witch of our memories. Which is also <laughs> very much from the 90s. Yeah, I'm, I'm yes. fine with that. Uh, it's, it's based on the comics. So if you're familiar with the comics and you're comfortable with that, then, then by all means. Um, and it is so, so, so good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it's, it's definitely a hearty two thumbs up recommendation. But, yeah, just. Definitely with some parental guidance and some, say, teenagers up kind of thing, I would say. One for the little kids, though, that I had to put on here is Scooby-Doo. Yay! Because I have Uh, so many of watching Scooby-Doo as a child. Uh, So much Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah, so much Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) No, never apologize for that. (laughs) Uh. But yeah, you can always always count on Scooby-Doo to have um, a mummy or a vampire or a werewolf. Um, You know, all your Halloween staples that you have to have. So, yeah, yeah, that had to go on there. Um, And another one that I put on is Doctor Who. Because some Doctor Who episodes are super creepy. And I've, I've actually specifically referenced... There's an episode from... Eccleston, which was called The Empty Child. Oh my God, so scary. Um, yeah. And I I didn't really get into Who very much when it came back and I hadn't seen the Eccleston episodes until a couple of years ago and we watched it as a family. Um, and ever since then, if I walk up behind one of the kids very quietly and go, are you my mummy? Oh. My work here is done. Um, ah, yeah, ah, that episode in particular. Ah, <laughs> I have to bring up because I've just. I have to bring up. 
the weeping <laughs> angels. So that weeping oh angels God. episode, those weeping angels, man, scared the ever living daylights out of me the first time I watched it. I'm sorry, I'm gonna bring those up. Guys, <laughs> weeping angels episodes, but I did see someone cosplaying uh, as a weeping angel at New York Comic Con, and she was terrifying. So you need to watch the- them. They're so good. They're so. They good. are terrifying. They let you live to death. It's terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just the whole thought of like, because the premise of like statues are kind of creepy to begin with. And the fact that when Mm -hmm. you turn around, that's when they move. That is what's terrifying. That's all. If you stare at them, they don't move. Don't blink. Don't Don't even blink. blink. Don't even blink. Exactly. Ah! There is literally a cemetery at the end of the road I live on. Why would I watch those episodes? (laughs) (laughs) Only if you never want to sleep again. Yeah, no, I'm good, thanks. Yeah. Also, don't forget the silence, too. The silence oh my is God, totally silence. creepy as well. Like, yeah, there's a lot of creepy going on in Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. If you really want to scare somebody who's seen the silence episodes, wait till they're asleep and then put little hash marks, like little oh, ticks no. on their body. Stop with a- Stop it. Give me the chills. Do that. Oh, because oh, I'm mean creepy. and nasty and not very nice at all. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> I'm like sh- I'm like literally just like shimmying over here like with like the heebie-jeebies like thinking about it like uh, no, no. <laughs> no I don't think I want to be friends with you anymore you're a terrible person <laughs> no I really Love want you me. and please if I come to stay with you can you please do that <laughs> <laughs> amazing I'll forgive you later okay <laughs> <Sounds good. laughs> um, I okay so I also put um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on the list for TV because every year they do a Halloween episode and while not scary really funny I have seen that's, the that's... Halloween episode from season one of Brooklyn Nine-Nine yes yes very funny <laughs> sorry I'm so, a little bit I just... about the fact that I've actually seen some Brooklyn Nine-Nine now I think we're like 15 episodes in or something excellent so yeah i get it now yay so happy yes Yes, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i i absolutely adore brooklyn 99 but i am particularly fond of the the halloween episodes because they're just always entertaining and it's just it's so much fun so um and they are like because they're funny and and fun and they're totally family friendly Mm. I love, 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 love recommending Brooklyn Nine-Nine because it is the perfect example of comedy done right as far as I'm concerned because it's not mean. There is no humor in it that is mean. And I find too much much humor is based on tearing somebody down. Yeah, and being mean to somebody, but yeah. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine shows that you can be consistently, ongoingly funny without having to tear anybody down. And so I think it's family friendly in a lot of ways for that. So that very can I go funny. totally opposite and, and do something that's totally not family friendly that I yes. just watched was the haunting of Hill house It's totally oh not God. family friendly, but oh. it was absolutely amazing and totally spooky. And I did not sleep. It actually scared me to the point where I did not sleep at night. <laughs> so. I won't be watching that. <laughs> but if you want like, like a good like thriller <laughs> horror, like, yeah, I highly recommend. We, we got stuck in the bathroom for it. <laughs> so oh, when we went to Comic-Con, did you hear us talk about it? I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. talked about, me and Melissa talked about it. Melissa had a little bit of a different experience because she knew what she was getting into. I did not. Um, I just wanted to go to the bathroom and I was ready to pee my pants. And we got stuck on this line and they kept on being like, oh, well, it's all inclusive bath. I'm like, I don't care who I pee next to. I don't care if there is a gremlin next to me in the bathroom. I'm just going to pee my pants. And when we get in there, it was a big like advertisement for the Haunting of Hill House. And it was a haunted bathroom. It was like uh-huh. a haunted in the bathroom oh my god (laughs) because we were all waiting on this line forever you know you talk to the people next to you the girl next to me while i'm going to the bathroom reaches underneath the stall and grabs my leg and i scream (gasps) like bloody murder (laughs) i had to i had to do it because we were like and you know like at that point we were all waiting for so long that we were like we just want to pee and she i'm screaming at the top of my lungs in the bathroom there was really nothing that scary that is amazing she did then share her popcorn with me after it. So. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> but yes, but yes. So a uh, great show, and they did a great job with the bathroom at, at Comic Con. Good, good going on, Dickville House. But <laughs> that was incredible. I love that story. <laughs> But yeah, the haunting of Hill House was incredible. It was it was very well done. They only a couple of jump scares, but they ratcheted the tension for every episode. And particular kudos to episode six. That was an incredible episode. The entire thing done in like six shots. I don't remember each episode because I we we literally binge watched them. We started on a Friday night and we're done Saturday afternoon like we binge watched oh, yeah. like just for 12 hours straight it was ridiculous or 10 hours straight <laughs> but like we we binge watched the first five and then had to stop like because we had to go to bed and then we we watched the next one like the next day but we started at six and it like seriously that is a freaking spectacular episode it's yeah. that one is worth going back to watch again just to sort of take note of the actual cinematography yeah, no, they did such a great job with that. It was really, it was really scary. I, and I love the little nod because, you know, it's based off of, it's actually based off of a true story somewhat. It's like loosely whatever. But there was other movies that came in the past of Hell House. Mm-hmm. And I love that the one shot they show, it says Hill House, but it's scratched out and says Hell House on it. And they gave like yeah. a little nod. Like it was very cute. So like, it is nothing like the movie with Tim Curry, if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> nothing like that movie at all. So uh, don't expect it to be but it is very scary and it is very very powerful it is very powerful and but the end it does end i will say on a on a positive so you know <laughs> it's not too, it too, too yeah don't do not watch that with yeah children. no that one is definitely mature audiences yeah 110 <laughs> percent. that is another one that i would say for mature audiences but i did enjoy was maniac did you get to watch maniac it was good yeah i, I really liked it yeah yeah, it's it's weird, um, but in a really good way. Yeah, I, and the uh, performances out of uh, Emma Stone and um, oh my god, why can I never remember his name? Oh, um, I, I yeah, I know it's Emma Stone and 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 and, and that bloke, super bad. He was he was in yes, <laughs> Jonah Hill. Oh, Jonah Hill. Thank you, thank you, Jonah Hill. And apologies oh, because I just I'm terrible with names not because he isn't memorable he his performance was actually spectacular um the two of them have they have remarkable chemistry together in just like an acting sense like they just work really 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 well together they did a remarkable job okay and it's not a particularly scary show but it it's very tense and it's sort of psychological so it's got that kind of like isn't there's not it's not jump scares it's not gory it's not anything like that but it is it's very sort of psychological kind of like what is happening oh my god (laughs) that's actually there's one that i put on my list um which isn't um again it's for teens older teens and it's not a traditionally scary one but i actually put a handmaid's tale on mine because mm-hmm. I just find the tension in that and the way that it physically makes me feel. I mean, some scenes in that literally make my skin crawl. Um, mm. and for me, that is horror. Um, yeah, exactly. It's not, you know, it's not traditional horror. Definitely not one to watch with younger family members. But yeah, creepy as anything. Do not like. Definitely horror in my book. What do you ladies think about Stranger Things? Mm, Which I have now seen. Ha ha. Yes. Finally an episode. We can talk about Stranger Things and all three of us can participate. (laughs) There was, you know, you know what it reminded like Paper Girls from uh, Brian K. It just had like that kind of like feeling to it. And I was like, I I loved that show. And I loved, I thought, you know what? Those kids they found such great kids. Like those kids yes. are great though. I mean, I can't wait to see what they do with the rest of their careers, to be honest with you. I okay. hope they do not go down like the children actor, like drug thing. I hope they, they progress into like wonderful because they are so good. And most of that show is those kids. And, yeah. and you know, and what's his name? I can't, the guy who plays Hopper, he is just, he's, he's the dad of my dreams, you know, <laughs> he's, like, he's such a lovely person. You, yes. you see him on Twitter and he's such an amazing guy. And he's, yeah. have you seen oh. the pictures of, him for Hellboy. Oh my God! Yes, he's going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm really into him. Dan knows. Dan, that's he's on my list. Like we have like the top five list. Like if if you saw those five people, like it's all fair game. <laughs> he, he, he is on that list. Nice. He, we saw the uh, two two years ago at Comic Con. We went to the Stranger Things panel, and it was him and um, 
Oh God, why is her name escaping oh, yeah. me right now? Oh, Millie. No, no, Millie. Yeah, Millie, Millie Bobby, Millie Bobby Brown. Brown. Yeah, and it was the, just the two of them doing a panel, and them talking to one another was one of the most lovely things I've ever witnessed. It was such a good panel, and he was like just so genuinely sweet to her. Like he was just lo- like you could tell, like he really just was nice, you know. And she really liked to be up there with him, and the way they communicated with each other, they had this great chemistry, and it was like the cutest thing you've ever seen. And you were like, oh, they really like each other in real life. It's so nice. Like he's really like daddish to her. Like <laughs> it was like it was great. So yeah, no, I love Stranger Things. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, I loved it too. I just. It is so much fun. It's, it is quite scary in parts, though. So I, I wasn't sure where it fell in the recommendations. But because there are children in it, does it, is it, I think is it family it's, it's one for kind of the older, the older children. Um, I wouldn't, mm-hmm. let, I wouldn't let a little one watch it. But again, it's more, no. it's got that kind of psychological tension to it, as well as having yeah. a few jump scares in it. Um, yeah, for sure. But also, I yeah, I think, think that's more teen, though. Yeah, definitely more teen. And I think for me, I kind of enjoyed it more because it has got all those throwbacks to like the Spielberg movies of the 80s that we grew up with. Um, yes. So I don't know whether it will resonate as much with teens, but it's definitely worth a try because it's got some really creepy bits in it. Um, right. Yeah. Um, and there was one bit that, that for me was just so Nightmare on Elm Street. It was just such an obvious throwback to that. Um, which coincidentally I now find hilarious having watched that as an adult I think it's really funny (laughs) (laughs) I know you go back and watch some of these old horror movies and you're like (laughs) ah you're kind of like this is funny this is funny now (laughs) last year we threw a Halloween party for Bella and her friends and kind of in the background as entertainment I just chucked a load of Hammer horror movies on thinking it would just be, you know, on the TV and nobody would pay any attention to it. And by the end of the evening, all of them were just sitting there. The music was off, the phones were away, and they were all watching Captain Kronos Vampire Hunter in thrall. Oh, and it was amazing. That's, that's amazing. Like, you were a vampire movie. And all the parents were coming to pick them up, and they were, like, like waving them away, going, can you, just, can you just come back in a bit? We're watching this. And the parents were going, this is a movie from the 1970s. What is going on? Yeah, but it's classic. <laughs> but they are still so watchable. Mm. That's what it is. Like, you can put that on and still watchable. You know, it's where they're funny. Yes, they may be funny, but they're still, like, enjoying. You know, they're enjoyable. Yeah. Like, you can sit there and watch them and enjoy them. Mm. I don't know. Exactly. I love mm. the horror movie. Mm-hmm. Me too. It's amazing. I love it. One thing that you did mention. What about- Sorry, what? No, go ahead. I was just going to say, you mentioned Paper Girls, and I threw some comics on the list. Um, mm-hmm. Because mm. um, I just, any excuse to recommend Gotham Academy, any excuse to recommend yes. Nancy Drew. Yeah. And also I put Backstages yes. on here, because I think that that's just such an amazing comic. Um, and it has some creepy bits, and it has some you mm-hmm. know, sort of scary bits. And I love Backstages, and will die on that hill. So uh, I like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I have a couple I would add to that. Yeah, go for it. Um, I would recommend Hexed. Yeah. It has three yeah. volumes and a novel, and I just loved every one of them. Um, I put Scales and Scoundrels. On that <gasps> yeah. Oh, that's... Uh, Bloodstain mm-hmm. by Linda Sejish. That is a hell of a book. Um, Black Magic. Yes. <sighs> oh, I so love it. So good, so good, so good, so good. I say those two are maybe for... Um, Adults, yeah, they're more of a, a teen yeah. adult. Old, yeah. Older teens. Yeah, I'll say uh, Harrow County as well, too, but that's for, oh, yeah. I think that's more of an adult, but Harrow County is great. great. Um, and yeah, if we're, if we're getting more into the slightly older audiences, then maybe throw Monstrous on that, too. Yeah. Yes, um, that amazing. Uh, clean Room for really mm. sort of up into that sort of scarier, kind of. Um, and the kids are reading backstages. Exactly. <laughs> um, and now this is based on a recommendation from Steve and from Marguerite Bennett herself, because this is, uh, she says, you're not allowed to actually have favorite children, but if she had to have a favorite child, this is her favorite child, is her Animosity series. Yeah. yeah that animosity and Animosity Evolution. Uh, but those, again, older audiences. Yeah. If you want to go older audiences and you're more into um, 
more into like the DC Marvel stuff too. And this is, they're not DC Marvel, but they're, they're written by Scott Schneider. And a lot of people I know like his stuff is witches and, um, uh, American vampire. Um, both also mm. fantastic, <laughs> fantastic witches was great. I don't know if he's going to finish it ever, but, um, I, the first <laughs> volume is, so, was so good and so creepy and like, you know, witches. just dark, which is Bad Egg, which is the second volume, releases um, approximately a week after this episode will be released. Is it? It's, is it actually nice. releasing? It's, like, because I know I saw Jacques working. Like, he posted like pictures of him working on stuff, and I don't. I, yeah. He's doing a signing <laughs> for it at Gosh Comics in London. Oh. Um, on the it's either on the thirtieth or the thirty first. Um, but yeah, which is Bad Egg? Because I I read Witches when I was off work sick one day. Um, which was probably a really bad idea because where I live, <laughs> there's quite a lot of trees. And if you've read witches, you'll know why it's a bad idea. Uh, so I then tweeted out and said, you know, here's a picture of all the trees that I can see from my bedroom window where I'm in my sick bed. And uh, Jock just told me I was a genius. <laughs> <laughs> and his, his art in that book, I mean, is yeah. spectacular. It is yeah. really he's one of my absolute favorites. Um he goes on my like top ten list of, of of all time and that book is what solidified it for me. It was like I was like, Oh, this is so good. Like this art is just beautiful. Yeah. It's it's really, really good. Mm. <laughs> I would definitely, definitely a, a teen plus one. Um, yeah, yeah, that's definitely up there. I think, yeah, but you know what I mean? I think a, a, a like a sixteen, seventeen year old can get into that. I don't think any younger than that though, maybe. But, you know, gauge your children again. Like, I think, you know, we've had this conversation before, especially with I think we talked about it with you, right, with Bella. Mm. Like, you got to gauge your kids. Like, if your kids can handle that stuff, like, by all means, it's a great book. Let them read it. Mm. But if you have some of them, you know, a kid that's scared of, you know, dust falling off, you know, a fan, (laughs) like, maybe it's not for them, you know. So there is is one thing I put on the list. Um, I actually put a musical section on here. And there's, there's one in there that I've got on. Um, which I have watched with Bella because I felt that she was mature enough for it. But um, obviously Nightmare Before Christmas is on there for the little kids. But if your children are a bit older and they are emotionally mature, you need to watch Rocky Horror Picture Show with them. Yes. Let's do the time warp again. <laughs> How'd you do? I <laughs> see you've met my... <laughs> Love it. <laughs> you can tell a lot about a person about the how they know where they know Tim Tim Curry from. Okay, <laughs> all right, I stand by that. And, oh yeah, him in that movie. Uh, just I, I don't think Tim Curry could ever do anything else, and I would not care. He could be the worst in in any role, and I'm yeah. But he, you know, it doesn't matter. He was, <laughs> yeah, he was amazing. My, uh, uh, I, I think my most sort of not. I'm not going to say traumatic. My but. The formative childhood memory is I used to do my parents were huge Rocky Horror Picture fan, uh, Rocky Horror. Oh, you know, Rocky yeah. Horror fans <laughs> <laughs> struggling. Um, and so we bought I've been watching Rocky Horror since I was probably inappropriately young. But I <laughs> love, 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 love that movie. I could do the, all the dances. I just sing all the songs. I just I know all the call and responses, you know. Yeah. <laughs> And so my parents would always go to, like, the Rocky Horror parties. You know, all their friends would do the theme parties, and they would dress up in costume and do the whole thing. So they always went as, like, the unconventional conventionists. (laughs) (laughs) And so I would do their makeup and stuff like that. But those, oh, my God, this one party they went to, and I guess they didn't have a Rocky at the party. Um, So my dad went as an unconventional conventionist and came back home as Rocky. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty amazing. amazing. uh, uh, Because my dad was blonde. And (laughs) I was way too young to see my dad dressed as Rocky. Let's just leave it at that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you, B. My parents had me watch that. That was just like, I guess, a staple for them. I think it's like your parents are probably around my parents' age and like so forth. And that was like a big thing. They would go out and like go to the theater and like you throw toast and like you throw this and you do different things when certain things happen. And it's a lot of fun. And I'm glad that they shared that with me. Actually, not too long ago, my family came up from Florida and they were and I have like a big Greek family. Okay, so it's like my big fat Greek wedding happened in my living room. And I was walking in from work and on my driveway, 
all I could hear is them screaming the time warp. And they were all in my living room doing the time warp. And there was like 10 of them, like screaming at the television screen, like, let, yeah. let's do the time warp. And like, I'm like, it's like my aunts. And I'm like, oh man, <laughs> like, and this is why I am the way you could hear them outside. It was amazing. I was like, yep, yep, this is happening. <laughs> but I love them for it oh, because good. it's great. <laughs> Uh, the, the, yeah, those are some more of my go-to karaoke songs. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Clearly, I do too much karaoke. <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of karaoke as well. It's okay. Like, I just think of like all the people in that movie, Meatloaf. Like, Meatloaf just got, you know, know. Like, Susan meatloaf. Sarandon. Susan Sarandon, Meatloaf. I mean, Tim Curry. We're just. Yeah. I know. Uh, oh my god, so good. Yeah, so I, I had to put that on there. Um, and Little Shop of Horrors as well, because mm. I love it so much. Yes. Um, yeah. Feed me Seymour. Feed me Seymour. <laughs> Got it. Oh, my God. Uh, we, need, we need a little bit of help, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's all good. Um, oh. And one that I, again, it's, it's the whole, you know, Johnny Depp thing. Sweeney Todd, I didn't actually think the movie version of Sweeney Todd was that good. Um, but I did just read a book which, um, if nobody else reads it, Joey Pacino has to read this book. It's called, okay. it's called Evil Librarian by Michelle Knudsen. And basically it's about a girl who is set designing and stage managing a school production of Sweeney Todd. And her school librarian disappears and gets replaced by an incredibly attractive demon disguised as a librarian and her best friend falls in love with him. And it's really sweet and it's really funny. And about half the book is just her trying to design the perfect chair for Sweeney Todd. <gasps> and the demons won't attack anyone that's in the play because all the demons love Sweeney Todd. Um, <laughs> it's just That's amazing. It's really fun. That is so there's, good. There's a whole series of them, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to read any more because they might not have like theatre nerds in them. Um, but yeah, it was just one of those like perfect little YA books to randomly stumble across that features an amazing school production of a musical. So I'm I'm going to make Joey read it. Um, I'm going to be reading that as well. Yeah, I think that sounds wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will take your recommendation and I will pick that up. Good, good. Um, but, you know, but it's, it's not... I think if we're making book recommendations, I have one. Yes, yes. Um, it's uh, Sean and Maguire, and anybody who knows me will know I recommend Sean and Maguire because she's great. Um, but it's The Sparrow Hill Road and The Girl in the Green Silk Dress. This is actually two books in a series, but it's about, um, like, you know how you get those sort of... Um, myths like the urban legend type stories mm. that kind of go around ghost stories around the campfire type thing right um and it's it's a ghost story urban myth but told from the perspective of the ghost oh I like so it's fantastic that. yeah it's awesome it's it's sort of all underworld ghost stuff and it yeah it's very very fun very cool neat sort of tense story and very well written and yeah i enjoyed it a lot cool um yeah while we're on books i put mr carrie's the girl with all the gifts um Ooh. i haven't seen the film i was really annoyed in the way that they did the trailers of the film and the plot points that they gave away because you don't know what you're getting into when you read the book you think it's just a kind of post-apocalyptic something's gone wrong why are these kids in this weird underground school book um but it's really really good and i would say that it 100 fits into a ya readership um it's very very well written and um the the characters that you sympathize with aren't the ones that you would necessarily assume you'd sympathize with if you haven't read it, I totally, totally recommend it. He has done some other books. Um, he's done The Boy on the Bridge, which is set in the same universe, which unfortunately I haven't read yet. Um, but his other books that I've read do tend to be a bit more adult. Um, although he did do the unwritten um, comic book series, which if you're a fan of Harry Potter, you should totally read the unwritten 
because it's basically about somebody who inspired it's basically if harry potter was a real person how he'd feel about reading the harry potter books i can't really explain it um but it's Mm. a very clever comic book series it's yeah anyway mr carey mike carey amazing writer girl with all the gifts really good book quite creepy um but definitely fits into the the ya category so nice speaking of ya why why books i have to ask you guys a question it's not on the list but did you guys have scary stories to tell in the dark because i know you got you know so this, I, you know being in america it's a little different you know you may not have the same but it was called scary stories to tell in the dark and it was like a children's book and it was in the 90s this was a book that came out probably i want to say in the 90s and it was horrifying but it was meant it was like put out by scholastic you get it at, get it at like the book fair Jenny, do you, I, either of you guys remember this at all? No, no I don't. I'm sorry. I, so I probably because I was a little bit older than you, right? So uh, yeah, maybe I have to actually. I'll, I'll I'll send you guys a picture of it. But um, okay, those covers are terrifying. I've just googled it. And yes, it, have okay. Ideas, thanks. So yeah, so this was a thing, and I absolutely and this can tell this tells you a lot about me. I love. Wow this book they were terrifying they were they, and that's the thing so they were like weird folklore stories and like some of the stories were just like really like unsettling scary like all the imagery was just absolutely horrifying okay <laughs> yes so but they were sold at like scholastic book fairs like Amazing. buy them at school like they were in your school library and i those the, look like the gory books yes <laughs> and they still to this day haunt me i still re- recommend them because they were if you have a kid that is into like listen let's be honest not all kids are into fluffy like lovely stuff i was not one of those kids i did not want to read about you know fairy princesses at that time i wanted to read about like dark scary stuff so my parents supplied me with this <laughs> which was absolutely <laughs> terrifying and absolutely wonderful the stories are really good they're all folklore like type stories and the art is just bizarre so i will it's um scary stories to tell in the dark it's collected folklore and retold by alvin schwartz drawings by stephen gamel i guess that's how you say his last name gamel and yeah highly recommend if you want to scare the crap out of your small children if you wish to visit scaryforkids.com you can actually find um, free to read versions of scary sing scary stories to tell in the dark and i'm really wishing i hadn't just started reading this story <laughs> it's really dark in the room i'm in and the door's closed and i don't know if there's anyone else in the house um, well, you know what? Folklore is terrifying. Like some of those stories from, yeah, you know, if you think, you know, you think about like old school folklore and I'm not like the Disneyfied versions of some of these stories are, you know, pretty and fun and nice and yeah. sweet. And But no, the original stories of those, the folklore, that is terrifying, moral, like moral tales. Like they're just bad things happen to bad little children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. And there are serious consequences. <laughs> yeah. It's terrifying. These are really, there's, and there's more. I think there's like three of them or four of them. There might be like three or four in the series of books. So like they kept on going with this. And like, I, I think if Sarah's looking at this, like just, yeah, it's just terrifying. <laughs> like It never stops being terrifying. So, so yeah, go for it. <laughs> Get your kids scared. <laughs> scared kids. <laughs> I love it. I, I, yeah. I put, see, now I put point horror and goosebumps on the list, and now they just don't seem scary compared to those other ones. <laughs> I remember reading them when I was a teenager. I remember all of the point horror books, and you, you know, they were creepy, and you didn't admit they were creepy because, like, that would have been embarrassing. But, they just don't seem as scary now that you've told me about scary stories <laughs> yes, to tell the dark. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, just, I just ruined Sarah. She's like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> now I feel like we have to have a campfire and like a flashlight under our chin and tell something super scary. Yes, That's, That's what these were. Not happening. <laughs> yeah, not, not going to happen. Oh, but goosebumps. Oh, I love I know. goosebumps. Me too. 
Those are for younger, adult. though. Yeah, yeah those, are, those are good younger. I, I read the Fear Street novels. Yes. Never read those. Yeah, I read those. They were they were good. They were fun. I you know like they were just something you could read real like super quick and just pour through. You know like just mm. sheer entertainment value. And can we like take a minute to appreciate how fast R.L. Stein can write? Because he just <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he just pumps out novels. Oh my goodness, like he, all the time. Like oh here's another one. There's another one. We're going. It's good. There's like how many how many books. Do we know how many books that man's pumped out? I don't know, but like he it's an alarming not it's an alarming number for sure for sure. I think the thing is though if you go back and read them now um they're, they're basically just the same book. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that that's true. <laughs> I just Google Point Horror and it's brilliant. It says Point Horror is a series of young adult horror fiction books. The series was most popular among teenage girls. <laughs> Yes. Yes, it <laughs> yes, was. It was. Yes. yes, it was. <laughs> uh, apparently, R.L. Stein has written hundreds of horror fiction novels. That's not really much help. But um, as of 2000, he sold over 400 million copies. Jesus. That wow. Is a Joseph. lot. Yeah, that that's quite lot. an accomplishment. Mm, mm. Good for, yeah, good for him. Yeah, like Babysitter <laughs> and Beach House and The Girlfriend. Mm. Every time the book fair came in, you'd be like, I'm going to buy all of the point horrors. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, book fair. Miss oh, the book, book fair. fair. Yeah, we're, not, <laughs> we're, we're we talking about that having an adult book fair. <laughs> not going on that one again. We can just go to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Has anyone else got um, any other bits or pieces that they think are kind of family friendly or suitable for teenagers? They can share. I think that's everything on my list and. Your list was pretty extensive, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think I got everything on mine, too, which means I've probably forgotten something major, but. <laughs> yeah, I just had those couple of things to add in. Like I said, like those scary story books when I was a kid just, just rocked, mm-hmm. my, rocked, my, rocked my stuff. All right. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Well, we had, um, we had a couple of recommendations come in. Um, Alison Hughes on Instagram who is Adio Hughes, said, um, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein is my favourite Halloween movie. So that is, yeah, that is a classic recommendation that I can totally go along with. Um, That was also suggested by friend of the show, Bob Ryer, who called it one of the greatest horror comedies ever. Um, That's brilliant. That's pretty big. He did, bless Bob, he sent us a very extensive list, um, some of which... (laughs) are maybe a little grown up for looking at. He had Corpse Bride on there. He had Monster Squad, 1987 oh. Monster Squad. Love Monster yes. Squad. Love Monster Squad. That's what I have. How could I that Monster Squad? Um, yes. That is, that is an absolute classic. 1942's The Cat People, if you haven't seen that, it's really creepy. It's one of those, um, it's one of those films that at the time it would have been terrifying, but now you can probably watch it with like a younger teen because... It's it's not as scary. Things like um, I think he's got some Hammer horror movies on this list. I will put Bob's whole list up. There's one from 2007 called Blood and Chocolate, which is oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> oh, I loved that. <sighs> it's it's a better version of Ginger Snaps, which was um, a more adult version of Blood and Chocolate. Yeah. Um, so what I will do in the show notes, I will put all of our recommendations in there. Um, because again, anyway, I think that's probably a wrap for this time. Um, we hope you've enjoyed spending some spooky time with us and we'd love to have you back next time. Our next episode is going to see us taking a deep dive into the recent movie adaptation of A Wrinkle in Time, directed by Ava DuVernay, starring Storm Reid, Oprah Winfrey, Reese Witherspoon and Mindy Carling. That's going to be released on the 9th of November, um, but thanks to the magic of time travel, by the time you hear this, we will already have recorded it. So if you have got any other spooky suggestions that we can share on social media or you just want to say hello, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at Valhalla Ladies. Or you can email ladiesofvalhalla at gmail.com. Lady B, where can our lovely listeners find you? You can find me on all the things at shinybabyb. And Lady J, where can you be found? You can find me 
all over the place, being spooky, mm-hmm. at Jarsica. <laughs> Personally, I can be found everywhere that media is social under the name Geek Country Lady. Also, this week, again, time travel, I will be at MCM London Comic Con both today, which is Friday for those of you who aren't taking notes, and also again on Sunday. So if you are going, do drop me a line um, and we can maybe meet up and say hi. Don't forget to check out talkingcomicbooks.com for news, reviews and articles about comics, video games, TV shows and much more. We have podcasts of all varieties, including Talking Comics, Talking Games, Talking Movies, Talking Trousers, Talking Valiant, Benders Assembled and Adventure, the D&D podcast. Thank you once more and we'll be back in your ears again soon. We good? Yes. Hey, yes, ma'am. Oh, no. Wait, she's oh gone. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, we're not good. All right. All right. I'm shutting up. We're good. Bye. Sure. <laughs> Positive. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if I should answer it. <laughs> That's why I did it. <sighs> okay. Let's try again. Our lovely friends over at the Sirens of Scream. Scream? Oh, God. It's all going wrong. <laughs> Good timing. <laughs> Let me try that paragraph again. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sarah's mind is blown. We've we've, we've destroyed her for like. I know. I love having broken Sarah. This is amazing. This is She's broken. She's like broken. Open. She can't handle us. See, we didn't have Mr. Noodle. We had like Nissan made them and and all sorts of stuff. But Mr. Noodle sounds great. I'm actually about Mr. Noodle. <laughs> it's just so little effort in that name. Oh no! What should we call this Noodle product? Call it Mr. Noodle. Yep. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. The Can same I just concept make a recommendation that our 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 after credit sequence is just Sarah laughing like a because <laughs> <little. laughs> we broke her with noodles and macaroni yeah. and cheese. Oh, it hurts when I laugh this much. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh my god. <laughs> I think, you know, it's taken six or seven episodes, but we finally broke her. We broke her. She's broken. She's done. We can't even handle herself. No. <laughs> oh, yes. Nailed it. Mr. Noodle. <laughs> Mr. Noodle killed her. I mean, I was the sodium would get us, but. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hello.